Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembury. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down-to-earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey, hey guys, welcome to episode number 35. Thank you for tuning in. I'm so excited to be back at the desk doing what I love, which is um, which is obviously connecting with you guys and giving you some value. Um, as you know, if you have tuned in before, every single week I read a review from the podcast, the Apple Podcast app, to get things started. So this one is from Alicia Designer. I think I know who that is. One of my beautiful online coaching clients. Um, who purchased my module-based system. I believe that's you, my beautiful, beautiful client. Um, So I feel so lucky to have stumbled upon Jess's podcast. If you are looking for someone to speak to you and what you are capable of as a woman, especially if you are a mum, this is the podcast for you. Jess's honest, upfront and mindset-challenging style makes you get real with what you are telling yourself real quick. I haven't yet listened to all episodes, but this is fast becoming my fave and I've already had several aha moments that have impacted my life. This is a must listen. Thank you, Alicia. That was a beautiful review. I'm so, so grateful for you taking the time to share that and to help support this podcast. Um, As you guys can tell and can see, I am not sponsored by anyone. This is something I do for the love of it. So thank you guys. It always helps. So I'm going to dive right in today. Um, If you guys have been tuning in for a while, uh, you will know this, but if you haven't, then this is kind of cool for you to know. I don't pre-record a ton of, um, a ton of podcast episodes. So what, and I'm not playing comparison here, but what tends to happen with a lot of people, especially other than my interview ones, but even those are normally released the same week I record them. But what definitely tends to happen is when we have like interviews, a lot of people will interview lots of different people and lots of different social media, you know, influences and things like that. And then they're just rolled out throughout the year. The thing that I really wanted to bring to you guys when I created my podcast was something where you could feel like you were walking along the journey with me, something where you could see how I'm evolving because as a coach and a mindset, well, a mindset coach and a mentor, I am so aware that the more I grow, the better I become at my job. My job is my vocation. However, I love it so much. It doesn't feel like work, but you know, I, I really want you guys to feel a sense of connection to me where you're like, Oh, that was actually what was happening for her that week. Um, yes, there are definitely some episodes where I call on, you know, past experiences and things like that. But what I really love about doing this podcast is that when 
when things come to me, when I've experienced something, when I've gone through something of my own, and then I go, oh, that's a good topic. Because with, with that, you know, that opportunity to grow in ourselves, then obviously we have the opportunity to help other people. And making an impact on the world and seeing more women drive positively towards change is is what excites the f out of me um I got some feedback I was like a lot of people love me swearing a lot of people like but I can't listen to it with my kids in the car so we I don't know how this one's going to go but I feel like this is going to be less swearing or none let's try because um when you swear if you're a kid listening (laughs) This is my theory anyway. You're only allowed to swear if you're an adult, so you have to be over 18. And you are not allowed to swear at people by being mean. So you can't name call or be angry when you swear. But sometimes when adults swear, it's because they're very excited and they're very inspired and they're very passionate about a subject. So I think if it's if swearing's done with the right energy, then it's okay. Um, but at the same time, I think I'm going to be more conscious of that today because this is a beautiful topic and I really, really want this to be something that you can refer back to and feel really good about listening to. So, um, if you guys have been tuning into my social media, you would know that, uh, I was going to say last week. Yes. This time last week, I was just welcoming some beautiful, beautiful women into the most beautiful accommodation down in Byron Bay. Well, it was actually in um, Nuri Bar, which is up in the kind of the hinterland of Byron Bay. Um, So that was my second, I call it the best is yet to come personal development retreats. And this was the second one that I did for 2019, my last one for the year. And my next one is coming up in Byron Bay again. February 7th to 10th, 2020. So not far. We're about half booked already and I released it two days ago. So that's epic. Um, There's been a huge, huge interest for this. So getting quick, if you guys are interested, please connect with me through the website or through my Instagrams, which is the Abundance Hub or Jess underscore Shembury. You can find both of those pretty easily. You should know my face by now. (laughs) But um, so I have, I've been back for just on a week. And the retreat was beautiful. It was really, really beautiful. I've done a post about it and I mean without going on about it (laughs) because that's not what you're here to listen to, but it was epic and it was was really life-changing. And every time I move into a a new space with beautiful different women, I just always feel so humbled. Like I really, really go, holy moly, they've trusted me to deliver And it's something that is super cool, but also can be a little bit daunting. Um, I've gotten to a point now where I do feel confident in myself, but of course, I always look for areas to improve and to grow and to become better at what I do, right? So every retreat I come back and I take notes and I journal and I think, what can I do better next time? Where can we improve? Um, One of the things that I definitely felt a calling to do was instead of doing two nights three days. It's now three nights, four days, uh, cause no one ever wants to go home. <laughs> so we've extended it and there'll be a little bit more retreaty stuff happening on the last day, like visits to waterfalls and a massage, um, therapist coming in to do in room massages and things like that. So we can end it on that pamper note, 
Uh, and then there'll be one-on-one opportunity with me on the last day as well. Uh, so it's getting, it's getting a bit next level, this, this retreat. <laughs> and I love it because everyone just keeps getting bigger and better and it just signifies I'm on the right path and that people are really getting profound growth and profound experiences by coming to the retreat. Um, I did want to quickly share with you just to give a little bit of a plug and number one, I suppose to thank this gorgeous woman as well. Um, but let me go cause I've got to go to my Instagram now. So, <laughs> all right. So we had, I did a post about the retreat today. Um, I'd love for you guys to read it, but it's pretty long and maybe I'll, maybe I'll put it on here because I'd love to read it to you guys. Uh, I think it'll be interesting to read and then I'll read you one of the feedbacks from, or one of the comments uh, and then I'll get into the content for today. <laughs> Okie dokie. So I wrote, it's taken me nearly a week to write this post and to be honest, it's been bothering me a lot. Normally, I'd be chomping at the bit to post, share and celebrate these beautiful women and the incredibly powerful connection we formed. But this week, I've had writer's block. It's made me question myself. It's caused me to feel less than. I've asked myself, what's wrong, Jess? Why aren't your words flowing? I mean, for goodness sake, your cup is full. What is stopping you? And in a moment last night, I realized that I'm being too hard on myself. I realized that I am bigger than what scares me. And this post, it needed to be all profound about what these women experienced. I wanted to wow you with words and have you drawn towards attending the next retreat alongside me. So I held off. I rewrote this fucking effing thing a few too many times, hoping for the perfect words to come. The fact is there isn't a lot I can say except thank you. Thank you to every unique, powerful, stressed, anxious, nervous, loving, funny, giving, glorious and heart-centered woman who trusted me last weekend. I appreciate you. For everything you have, for everything you have done these past few dates, oh, for everything you have these past few dates, for every tear you shed in my presence, for every moment you allowed yourself to feel. For every honest and scary word that came out of your mouth. Thank you for making the woman next to you feel less alone. And thank you for giving it your everything. Thank you for going the extra mile to save your pennies and invest in yourself. Thank you for believing you were worth it for long enough to make the call to come. Thank you for leaving your little ones at home, for putting yourself first. Thank you for the incredible energy you all brought to our retreat. There is nothing I can tell you about how groundbreaking the growth journey was that's going to wow you more than knowing that these women had to give up and push past, than knowing what these women had to give up and push past to make it inside the walls of this retreat. Each one of you deserve a medal for being here with me. I know that you have taken home your medal, whatever it looks like for you, your badge of honour, knowing you're worth more, your new ability to look in the mirror and love what you see, And then, this did not flow. (laughs) So 18 women so far have trusted me and been a part of my personal development retreats. And this tribe of brave women is growing every year. We are already planning the reunion tour. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone's like, when are we doing the next one? (laughs) 
We are unleashing women's potential at these retreats, showing you that enough is enough. Mediocre is bullshit. Self-worth is a motherfucking gangster and that women who invest always go further. You are not put here on this planet to just worry about the ones around you. You are put here to heal your wounds, to heal those around you, to have fucking sensational relationships and to live in flow with everyone who crosses your path. So please do me one favor. Don't let life pass you by only to regret not becoming a future self that you love. Do it now. Go deep. Be brave. Cross the line. Do the thing. Have the courage. Love yourself more than you love anyone else and rock this glorious life you have been given. It's too short and too precious not to. So that was my post and I clearly should have spell checked that thing. (laughs) You always get the real me, right? (laughs) Um, Anyway, I wanted to just read this beautiful comment that was left. We had a few gorgeous ones, but this one was super special from Jocelyn. So As one of these women that stepped way out of her comfort zone, shared stories that were suppressed for years, shed tears of pain and relief, and most importantly, walked away with a view on life that is beyond incredible through realizing I am worthy, I am amazing, and I have the power to achieve anything. I thank you, Jess. You made me believe in an abundant future, and you have provided me with tools to create this, which I have been searching for for years and never been able to find until last weekend. You've changed my life, my mind, and my cup. You've provided me with an incredible opportunity to grow and to do it with 12 amazing women who I now call friends. Thank you will never be enough. Oh man, I just, my cup is so full and I'm just absolutely so grateful for each and every one of you. So um, that's my little spiel on the retreat, but I've come back into the world and, you know, I must say I definitely, um, you know, having 13 women there, it was, it was pretty crazy. It was beautiful. Um, it was intense, but it got me home and I was like, I think I just went splat for the first couple of days. And I really just, my mind went into overdrive and I just, I felt like I had to deflate a bit, if that makes sense. It was like I was on this big high and then I had to deflate. Anyway, um, then I've just been having some really interesting conversations and we, I had a couple at retreat and, um, and then just with some friends and with a client. And so it kind of sparked this, um, this podcast episode. And it's all about what happens when we transform and when we really kind of get into our heart center. And what that means when I say like getting into our heart center, it's really about focusing on what's true and focusing on on your light and focusing internally back to your heart instead of going to your head. And this is something that I struggle with a lot. So I am a very logical person. And I'm very black and white. So I can, I mean, this is a skill that's gotten better with age for sure. But, you know, I used to be a very emotional person. I'm sure we can all relate to when we have an argument with someone or whatever it may be. And we're like, rah, 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 and we, we don't show up the way we really want. Um, as the years have gone on, and obviously now that I'm um, in a profession of helping others, I definitely have to check myself and get better and better 
at my own behavior all the time. But, um, but one thing that I'll do is when I know something's going wrong, I will literally like, I will talk my way through it using logic and well, yeah, he was, he was rude to me, but he's been busy and that's probably fine. And, da, 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 and I yelled and that's okay. And blah, 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 blah. and logically I'll figure it out. I'll, I'll make an, I'll make a really legitimate excuse in my head to potentially justify my behavior. And then, um, I'll carry on, carry on doing these things and repeating things that aren't serving me. Right. Um, and one thing that, you know, I've definitely learned over, especially over this last year, which has been a really beautiful, beautiful learning curve for me is that I go to my head a lot. I go to that head space instead of that heart space a lot. And I remember years ago kind of thinking, like listening to this as a concept, you know, come from the heart, be heart driven. And I'm like, what the, I don't, I don't get it. I nearly swore again. I clearly swear too much, but I just thought, what does it mean to come from your heart? Like, how do I get this message across um, where it can make sense to someone that hasn't yet experienced it? Because a lot of the time we hear things and until we've actually gone through them, we just don't get what the heck they mean. Um, what, what it really means to me is like you go back to your head for a couple of reasons. One, because it's safe and it's logical and you can talk your way in and out of anything. Um, the other reason is probably because we like to protect ourselves. So we use our head to protect our heart, right? But the biggest thing that I feel, um, and a lot of us are probably doing this and you might be kind of going, hmm, I might be in this boat. The biggest thing I feel about when people talk about like leading from the heart and moving into your heart space and coming from a heart-driven, you know, centered um, perspective on life is that what you're doing there, the biggest, the biggest thing that you're doing when you get into a space of coming from your heart center is that you're asking yourself a really good quality question. And this is something that has been absolutely groundbreaking for me. Um, and it's really something that's really turned it's turned my it's turned my perspective on its head and it's a really 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 simple really simple concept so the question is where when i let me find it now cuz i'm like i'm not going to read it properly i'm going to read it so obviously we want to be in a state of love and flow right um but a good question when you're coming from your heart space instead of your head, because your head will go places and will turn you into the person you used to be or the person you are that you don't like. Whereas when you come from your heart, it is very hard to be an unlikable person, right? It's very hard. So the question is, how does this truly help others feel more loved? Am I in a loving state? So am I in a loving state? Now you imagine if you were to ask yourself that question when you were yelling at your child for spilling milk on the ground, when really they're, they're four and they, they're fucking human, they're human. <laughs> um, you ask yourself that question when you're having an argument with one of your parents or your partner, 
how does this truly help others? How does my behavior, my chosen behavior, because we choose how we behave, we choose how we respond. We are only in control of ourselves, right? So if you think, oh no, they triggered me. That's why, no, no, sorry, hun. I'm sorry to break it to you, but no, you choose how to respond. So how does this truly help others around me feel more love? Are my behaviors helping others around me feel more love? Am I in a loving state? Now, let's be real here, right? Love is all we need, but it's not I need a partner love. It's self-love and it's enough of a respect for yourself that you would never or you wouldn't, you would try your hardest not to move from a loving flow state into anything else, right? So this has been a really hard lesson for me. Like, like I say, like when I talk about stuff, it's normally because it's fresh and it's something that I've really started to grasp. grasp. So for me, um, I was able to recognize through a series of different things that I was not get connecting back into my heart a lot. And whenever I went out of my heart and into my head and I stopped, what I would do is I would start to push down my emotions a little bit. So, you know, I'm not a, I would say I'm not an overly emotional person, but to the point where I wasn't even crying happy tears, I was just like a bit neutral there for a little while. I was like, I'm all over all my shit. I'm all over everything. My personal development is at its peak. You know, I've never been more balanced. So then I would, I would repress things a little bit. Um, I would push them down. And you've probably heard me talk about this before. It's a pretty common way of talking about it, but feelings and emotions are just like, um, corks in a bucket of water. You know, you can't, you can only hold them down for so long because they just want to rise to the surface. They want to pop up and rear their ugly heads. Um, so yeah, for me, I was kind of, I felt like I was getting into almost like a numb state, a neutral numb state where I was like trying to manage all my emotions, but I wasn't moving back into my heart and I wasn't coming from a loving place. I became so logical that everything was just logical, right? So I knew all the information. You know, when they say like, you, when you know, you know, or when you know, you have to do better kind of thing, that kind of those quotes. Um, <laughs> um, so try hard until you know better than do better or something like that. But so I was like, well, I know all the information. And so when something would upset me, I'm like, yeah, this is going to upset me, but I know that I just need to do this, this, and this, and then I'll be fine. Versus being able to feel into it, versus being able to get, I suppose, just back into a place of love. Because love, that's what we need, right? Number one for ourselves. But if, you know, if we really love ourselves and we really want to honor ourselves and we really want to show up from a place of love and, we want the people around us to see the absolute glow and flow and the essence of us just shining through. Um, then you really like you owe it to yourself to come from that heart center. You owe it to yourself to get back to that space as often as possible and showing up for others and asking yourself, how is this behavior I'm choosing making people feel? It sounds simple, right? But um, I know that for me, and you guys can kind of pick up that 
a lot of this year has been about my relationship. So we've, you know, as I mean, no one doesn't have up and ups and downs, right? But in our, in my, you know, marriage, we've had a lot of ups and downs. Everyone does, but this year in particular has been a growth year for us. It's been one of those years where we've had some challenges, which have caused a lot of growth. We've been pushed out of our comfort zones, which has caused a lot of growth. Um, and we've both had to kind of like learn and grow and say, admit flaws and realize how we work. And, and ultimately through that whole period, and, you know, I don't think we ever end having relationship um, ups and downs because life is about duality, good and bad, up and down, left and right, hot and cold, war and peace. You can't expect one without the other. So looking for that notion of there being an end point where you're just always happy and loving is just BS. Um, it's never going to happen that way. But being able to control and understand the situation and control your own behavior is the super important part. And so through all these through all these learning curves, one of the biggest things that I picked up, one of the biggest kind of, I don't know if I'd call it an epiphany, but it was definitely a, a learning point for me. And I hope if you guys have ever experienced something like this, a relationship drama or pressure it could be with a family member or a partner hope you can hear this and and really tap into what I'm saying and go oh that might be something I need to try and cultivate so the ultimate crux of everything we do if we say is this bringing me back to a space of love is this helping other people feel more loved is this is this exuding love flow, glow, energy? What kind of energy am I putting out there to this world and how are people receiving it? Very good quality question because a lot of us really do cruise around this life being cranky bitches, right? I think it's mostly women that are listening or cranky bastards. Sorry, I knew I'd swear. (laughs) But even this morning I was on the beach and I was doing a voicemail to someone and I don't normally do that at 5.15 in the morning, but I was. And I saw this lady walk past and I felt a, like a state of judgment. I felt her, I saw her roll her eye, eyes, she had two, <laughs> but I felt judged. I, for a minute there, I was like, F you, like she's judging me for being on my phone. And, and for her, I, I felt like I could, and I, I'm a bit of a prophet, they call my style of, um, I suppose they call it like psychic medium abilities like when you know you know that's me (laughs) so I was like she's literally going in her head I cannot believe that girl is on the beach looking at her phone like how rude that she's disrupting the beach with her voice messaging when it's all meant to be that's what I got um and I could have just death stared that lovely lady down (laughs) I just felt like oh my gosh I'm getting judged. And I just was like, I just want to give her the most beautiful smile that like, this has come in an instant. Obviously I didn't have much time to think about this, but this is when you recondition your brain. And this is when you know how to tap into heart center versus head center that goes ego. I want to give her a death scare. Blah, 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 you know, versus how do I show up? How do I make people feel more loved? Are they receiving love? Is love exuding from me? Is my energy coming from my heart space? And so I just looked at her with this beautiful smile on my face and I literally kind of took a moment. I breathed, I breathed in and as I walked past, even now when I do it, I feel so much better. But as I walked past, I just thought, 
I hope she has the most beautiful day. And man, that paid me in dividends versus being a cranky bitch versus feeling judged versus getting myself into a pickle around this perception that I had. Because you know what? She might've rolled her eyes because she stepped on a shell. She might've not been judging me at all. I don't know. I don't care. But I did get to choose how to show up, right? And so then on the way back, because you know, you walk up the beach and then you walk back down the beach. And so we crossed paths again and she said, morning. And I was like, wow, that was worth it. That was so worth it to come from a space of love, to get back to my heart center, to get back to what the truth is, right? And the truth is, is there really anyone that wants to feel pain and anger at any time in at any time during the day? Is there is there any possibility that someone is seeking out pain and anger? No, of course not. Because the, the thing is, is that if we can help others feel more loved and be in a loving state, it's highly likely things are going to start to go better for us, right? Trust me, the universe will deliver us the challenges we require. The universe will deliver us the pain we require. You know, we have different sets of pain that is going to come into our life, whether we like it or not. But there is also a lot of pain that we self-inflict. And there is a lot of pain that when you look in the mirror and you genuinely say, how is this truly helping others feel loved? Am I in a loving state? It's a very good question, right? Have you done it lately? I hope you do it today or tomorrow and continue doing it for a long time moving forward. Is this making others around me feel loved? Because trust me, when you put out the right energy, the universe will deliver back to you exactly how you show up. I saw this with my retreat girls. Literally, we've got all sorts of things happening, like really beautiful things coming to fruition in the group because they've taken time for themselves and they've said to the, to the universe, I'm vulnerable, I'm here, I'm working, I'm growing. And the universe is saying, well done, babe, pat on the back. Here's an ATO refund. Here's a new opportunity. All of these things happen to people. Here's a better connection with your husband. Here's a glimmer of light at the end of the tunnel. These things happen for you when you show up. Your decisions are actually the only thing that matters in this life, right? It's just... It is what it is. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm just having a really like a conversation right now, but it really is what it is. I'm, I'm so aware of this now that what I'm doing and I've, I don't know why it took me so long to get to this point myself. Like in some ways I'm like, oh my God, I wish someone had told me this five years ago because I have literally spent at least since I became a mom, I feel like when, well, that's eight years. Um, I think I got a bit more bitter and I think I got a bit crankier and a bit more tired and I got a bit more narky, especially at Ryan, my poor husband. Gosh, what a patient man. <laughs> but, you know, I, I got cranky. I got the cranky pants on. I got the nagging wife on. I got the hustling mum on. Come on, we got to get ready for school. Come on, let's go. You know, everyone in line, let's do this stuff. That is not who I wanted to be. I don't know how I got there, but I did. I got there and I got there hard. And sometimes I think, my God, like 
a lot of us do that, right? And then it's like we get together with other women and we bitch about our husbands and we bitch about our kids and we say how hard it is and how tired we are. But imagine actually just having that appreciation. Imagine thinking, how can I make this person feel more loved today? How can I exude love? How can I exude joy? How can I show up in a space where I am open to receiving? Because you will not receive jack all or nothing with a whinging attitude, with a nagging attitude, where I'm lucky I received something from the people around me at times when I was not showing up with love. And I'm not saying we have to do it all the time. We should try, but trust me, even in an argument, even in the most stressful time, you know, that's when this skill that you learn needs to come out as strongly as possible. So, you know, you have power in your words. You have power in the state that you decide to be in. You know, if you're having a hard day, and I think I said this the other week, literally just think about it for a minute. Throw your hands up in the air. Look up at the sky. Change your state. Tap into gratitude. Ask yourself the question, how does this truly help others feel more loved? Am I in a loving state? How does this help others feel more loved? Imagine if you went to work thinking that. How would you show up? Would you bring the chocolates in? Or would you ask your colleague if they wanted a coffee instead of being like, oh, she never shouts me a coffee, so I'm not going to shout her one. Interesting, huh? It's really interesting when you start to assess the way you've been showing up. And I don't tell you this to give you a hard time. I tell you this to tell you there's a silver lining and it's right there. And when you get to the other side, it is magical. It really, really is Um It honestly, it nearly makes me want to cry because I just wish I knew this so long ago. I wish I, someone had said to me like these exact words that I'm telling you, this experience that I've been through and just stop thinking surface level, like you need to feel it in your heart. And so if you're not feeling it, I highly suggest you start meditating and you start working with your chakras and you start doing things that are going to serve you that I want you to picture you know, light coming from above, flowing through your body. I want you to picture that because we are spirits. We are beautiful, incredible human beings. We just aren't unlocking our potential, right? That's what I do with my clients every day. That's what I do at my retreats. I unlock people's potential. I help them figure out how to unlock their own potential. But you can start this right now. Ask yourself these quality questions. Picture light flowing through you. Picture how you would show up. How do you want other people to look at you? Like, do you want them to roll their eyes at you or do you want them to look at you with absolute awe and with, oh my gosh, this woman is just incredible. Her energy is amazing. I want to be like her, right? (laughs) So guys, that's it for today. I don't even know what I'm going to call this one yet. I think it's going to be moving into a state of love. Hmm. Let's see. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed this. Please guys, if you did share it, please like quote me, tell me what I did well, um, and share, share it with someone that needs to hear it. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. So much love. And I'll be back next week. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the abundance hub podcast. 
please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag the abundance hub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today. 